This episode of the Calling It Now broadcast is brought to you by your mama. Ha! <laughs> Got your ass. <laughs> Idiot. Now, play that intro song. This is Calling It Now with Frank Calhoun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Calling It Now podcast with Frank Calhoun. I am your host, Frank Calhoun, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Frank Calhoun. And it is so good to be here with all of you today. It is my favorite week of the fantasy football season. It is draft week. That's right. I know a lot of people might have had drafts this last weekend, but I hope you took our advice over the last few months and told you not to draft until after week three of the preseason because there were some major injuries this week. Julian Edelman, out for the year. Spencer Ware, out for the year. Multiple players gone for the season, and it is hurting a lot of drafters that went out there early and they didn't take into account that week three is really the big injury preseason week, especially especially this year. It was really bad for everyone, so hopefully you took our advice and waited until this coming up weekend to do your drafts. This is going to be a giant episode today. We have a big episode because I know we've been off for about 10 days. I had some technical difficulties. I actually had an interview with some very good friends of mine at Almost Like Mom's food blog, uh, Jackie DeSena and Andrew Mahar, but I ended up losing the interview. I lost the interview. My producers, they lost the interview somehow with a technical glitch, but we are going to make it up for them, and we actually are in the process of shooting a week one cooking segment, Cooking It Now with Frank Calhoun. So that should be out right before week one for everybody, and you can see some great food to make for your week one viewing parties with Jackie and Andrew. And that's going to be a really fun thing we have to do. But like I said, we have a great episode for you today. It's going to be action-packed. We've got the wide receiver primer. We've got the tight end primer. I've got Commission the North. Peter Kovachev is back for an interview. So let's go ahead and get right into this thing and do our wide receiver primer. Or no, not wide receiver. Excuse me. Running back primer. We did wide receiver primer. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself or behind myself. I don't know. I'm on both sides. I'm very excited. It's a very big week. Let's get into our running back primer right now. This is Four Down Territory. Four Down Territory. First down. All right, everyone. So I had a lot of great feedback from our wide receiver primer a couple weeks ago and I'm going to do the same thing here with the running back primer and not necessarily give you a rankings of players but talk about a different kind of player for each one of these downs a different kind of running back that you can take that'll help you get fantasy points in a certain way for your team and here on first down we are going with the number one running backs. These are the workhorse running backs. Now, these kind of running backs are the type of people that you are going to take to be a cornerstone of your team. And I'm talking about 
guys at the very top of the draft who are guaranteed to get at least 20 plus touches per game. Guys like David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, uh, LaShawn McCoy, Melvin Gordon, we got maybe even some Jordan Howard in there. We've got Jay Ajayi. There's certain guys at the top in the first, second, and maybe even dipping into the third round that are going to be workhorse running backs that you are going to draft to be a cornerstone of your team. And the thing is with these guys is that you really want one of them early if you're going to go after them. If you don't take one of these guys you are going to have a gaping hole on your team, and nobody likes gaping holes on their teams. No, you don't want a gaping hole. You want one of these guys on your squad, if not two. So even if you're at the end of the first round, or if you're at the beginning of the first round and you want to take a guy like LaShawn McCoy or Melvin Gordon, even in front of one of those big wide receivers up there, It's not that bad of a pick because these guys are hard to come by now. There aren't that many workhorse running backs. There's probably only, you know, probably seven to ten legit ones. And then you have guys maybe up to 15-ish running backs that could be considered workhorses that aren't even on that grade of teams. Guys like Isaiah Crowell or even rookies coming in now like Kareem Hunt or Dalvin Cook, who could be considered workhorses depending on the workload that they get and where they're being drafted. So you want to get one of these workhorse guys on your team if that's the strategy you're taking because you just plug this guy in every week and you start him regardless of matchup. He is going to be your workhorse. All right, now on to second down. Second down. Committee backs. Now, these are the kind of guys who you're going to get starting probably in round three, all the way down through rounds eight, nine, maybe even ten if you have a guy fall that far. But this is the majority of running backs in fantasy football. These are going to be the majority of your rotation and your stable of running backs because so many teams do do a committee approach from that position now that you're going to have to get kind of a bunch of these guys, maybe three or four of them, depending on how many uh, starters you have on your team, including flex and running back slots. But you're going to start these guys based on matchups. They're not an every week starter, but they are going to be guys that you have and you put in there based on the matchup that week. And I'm talking about guys like Ty Montgomery, Marshawn Lynch, C.J. Anderson, Amir Abdullah, uh, Mark Ingram. We're going down to even Gillisley, um, Adrian Peterson. I mean, it, the list goes on and on for these type of running backs. There are just so many guys in this wheelhouse right now that you are going to pick these guys up and you're going to rotate them out just like the real-life teams do. When you see a good matchup, you plug them in. And the thing is, is with these guys... There is the opportunity for them to become a workhorse eventually down the line. Maybe they are good enough to where they play their way into it, but also running back is such a volatile position that it's likely that part of a committee will get injured, and then this guy who was part of that committee will become that 20-touch back. That's just the nature of the position in fantasy football. So you're going to want to get a good amount of these guys, especially if you only get one workhorse, or if you go with the zero RB approach and you get no workhorses, then these are going to have to be the majority 
of your squad. Third down. Receiving backs or third down backs. Now, what's so interesting about these next two sections of four down territory is that these are actually kind of like subset categories of running backs. Because the thing is, is you could call these guys committee guys, but they're really a different part of the committee, um, especially the receiving backs. These guys, they're going to be very, very hot assets in especially PPR leagues, which is point per reception, because a lot of these guys, they don't even really run the ball that much. They just get a ton of receptions. And especially in PPR, it's a thing that you definitely want on your team. You can have these guys, they can rack up points for you without even having to get that many touches just from the fact that they're going to get a lot of receptions. And when I talk about these guys, I'm talking about guys like James White, Theo Riddick, Duke Johnson, Darren Sproles, who's a classic example of this throughout his career. He's always been that guy that's a threat even when he's not running the ball because he's catching the ball in space, which is a point right there. And then you get him and he's going to get, you know, five receptions a game here and there, which will eventually add up. He always ends up as a top 30 running back in PPR. And then you come down the list to even guys like Chris Thompson in Washington, Ty Montgomery, who's more of a, he was a wide receiver before he was a running back. And it, the list goes on. There's, so these guys, what makes them so interesting is that most of the default rankings that you see are for standard. So these guys are going to be misplaced in the rankings when you're drafting. So you're going to see these guys a lot lower on the board than where they should actually be going. So you might want to reach for these guys depending on where you are. I'm not saying do anything crazy, but you might want to take these guys early if you're in a PPR league, which you should be in a PPR league at this point in 2017. It's the only way to really play that is good. I mean, that's it. It's the only way to play that's good. All the gambling sites do it. MyFantasyLeague.com, DraftKings, FanDuel, they're all point per reception. So you should be playing that way, especially if you want to be competing in that type of thing. But yeah, definitely look at these kinds of backs because they are guys that can rack up points for you without even getting that many touches, which is very important. Fourth down. Goal linebacks. Now these are a very interesting part of fantasy football because these guys are also known as vultures. They are guys who... They don't necessarily get all the run in between the 20s, but they are going to be the guy in the red zone who snakes a touchdown here and there throughout the season. And you can have guys like this that are very, very productive for your team. Guys like LeGarrette Blunt last year had 18 touchdowns. I mean, he also had 300 carries, but he had 18 touchdowns. I don't know if he's going to have that this year. I hear there's problems in Philly with how they're using him. He, who knows if he'll even make the team at this point. But you've got guys like this, like Jor uh, excuse me, Jonathan Stewart in Carolina, who's going to snake some touchdowns. You've got Mike Gillisley in New England, who's probably going to take over that LeGarrette Blunt role. You have Jeremy Hill in Cincinnati. Um, Tevin Coleman had a high touchdown rate last year. I don't necessarily see that happening again this year at that high of a rate, but you never know. And then you have like guys like Fat Rob Kelly, who is just a big dude. It's mostly these big guys who are given the ball at goal and go, and they slam it in, and all of a sudden you have six points on your fantasy team. So 
they're more of a gamble for sure because you don't you just don't know when that's going to happen but if you have a guy that's attached to a good offense he can definitely add a big big bonus to your team i mean there was a time when someone like mike tolbert got three touchdowns for three yards you know and that's just that's just gonna happen every now and then and will you start them on those weeks i don't know i don't know how you guess when that happens but if you can you know do something like that and you have the balls to actually start someone in that situation well you know what good for you because they can be very productive so that has been four down territory and that has been our running back primer take it for what you will or throw it out it's your call four down territory all right everyone so we're getting into the interview portion of the podcast and like i said earlier today i have peter kovachev aka commission the north um i had him skype in a couple days ago and it was a really good conversation we talk about some rules for live drafting and how to run your draft and the best way to do that because the thing is is this is the biggest weekend to draft in fantasy football i know some of you might have drafted already but even if you have maybe you can take some of these tips for next year and think about them and make your experience that much better so here is the interview with pete this is draft plans because it's all part of the plan. Part of the plan. I am sitting down live on Skype with Peter Kovachev, aka Commission the North. How we doing, Pete? Doing good, man. Draft's almost here. I mean, anticipation for our draft is really boiling over. I'm oh, yes. just super stoked. I know. Me too, man. It's like, this is the best time of year. This is close to Super Bowl and Christmas for me is like getting into the live draft season, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would probably put it like Super Bowl draft, close one and two, and then Christmas. Like, this is like yeah. my adult Christmas. Christmas kind of sucks now that I'm yeah, an adult. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, like, I feel like... The way I view Christmas as a little kid, you know, yeah. where you're just like, oh my God, this day is coming up. I can't believe it. It's going to be yeah. amazing. I can't sleep. What presents are going to be under the tree? You are don't they know big? what you're going to get. Are they little? You don't know what you're going to get. Half the excitement. So yeah. yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Yeah, I am too. Uh, and so today, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, we're going to be kind of talking about some live draft tips or tips to surround your draft with. Uh, some ideas about being at a draft in person or online, different things like that. Uh, I know, Pete, you have a lot of things to say. You've you've held our league draft at your house many times. Yes, I am. Uh, you know, you called me up. You had to call in the big guns. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a uh, draft aficionado at this point, draft extraordinaire. Um, we've uh, an excellent host what? of a draft, I will say. I do, I do do pretty good. I do do pretty good. People like them, and we have a good time. But yeah, we do uh, we do draft every year, and there's a lot of important things, where to do it, how to do it, yes. and we're going to kind of go over that today and kind of help some other people out with that. Yeah, I think that sounds good. One thing that you do do that I think is hilarious, uh, we were just at a, we were just at like a league friend's wedding, and my girlfriend was talking to your wife and was like, are you there for these drafts? 
<laughs> no, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. She knows. She gets kicked she out of the house for a couple days. <laughs> yeah, it's like we have Memorial Day weekend together, but Labor Day weekend, she's got to find some house to be. <laughs> Every <Yeah>. year. <laughs> Every year. Like, yeah, so Labor Day, you know, we'll do the draft. Like, do you know where you're going yet? So <laughs> maybe spend the weekend you know with your family. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe your family's around. You want to get with some friends? We, we were talking about trying to get like the wives and girlfriends all together. For uh, like while we're all at the draft, they could do like some kind of trip. But, I mean, it'll probably never happen. Yeah. But it's uh, they like to talk about it. Exactly. We're all together. Yeah. It's fun. It's a nice. What dream. is really, what is really cool? I will say that my wife does is she last year she made um, brownies or maybe that was two years ago. She she'll usually leave like some kind of dessert or some kind of like snack for us, which is always like key. Very appreciated. Yeah. Yes. Very key. We'll go over that in the draft dues. Um, yeah. I kind of. I wrote down a list of draft do's, draft don'ts, and cool. then I also wanted to go over the types of drafts that people do. Um, if you're a new commissioner or whatever, or you're an old commissioner and just want to, you know, spice things up, yeah. this, is, uh, this is how you would do that. Well, so. let's talk about the types of drafts people can do. Uh, hopefully, at this point, when you're in your when you're in a league, everybody should be in a league by now, and you know what kind of draft you're doing. But surrounding those drafts, there are different ways to approach them. Right, exactly. So uh, there's online drafting, where we actually what we do is an online draft. It's more of a hybrid, but I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, online drafting, where you can use ESPN, NFL.com, Yahoo. We use Yahoo just because mm-hmm. we've always used it. It has all of our league history. But uh, you do an online draft, and Obviously, you do that on your computer, so yeah. that's the one type. And then the other type is offline, where you have basically all the players' names. You can buy like a kit for it. Yeah. You've got a board. But in that way, everyone has to be all together. And it's the, you know, the longer the league's been together, getting 10, 12, you know, even 14 people together is pretty tough yeah. to do an offline draft. I think offline drafting is awesome. If you can do it and get together to do it, it's totally the recommended way. Yes. Uh, wouldn't you agree? No, having a live draft is amazing, especially if you're doing it really old school where you're just like pads and paper and you have lists and just things yeah. are all, maybe even an old school magazine or something. Yeah, archa- <laughs> you know? very caveman, archaic, you know, no computers. Well, I'm sure there's computers for research. Yeah, I mean, but... you've got your phones and computers and stuff, but... You've got like a timer in your hand. Yeah. You, got oh yeah. You have a stop clock. Yeah, a stopwatch or a clock, and you're and you're yelling at people in in yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> we always have uh, when we used to do because now we do kind of a hybrid thing for our league because we have people all over the country, so it's hard to get all twelve members there. But I remember we used to have like a host kind of someone would host. You know. Yeah. MC. MC. My buddy Kyle used to MC the drafts. Yeah, he had he has a really good announcer voice. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a man of many voices and talents. That is true. That Kyle, and uh, so yeah, emceeing the draft. So if you can do an offline draft, that's the way to do it. We do a hybrid online offline where we'll be drafting online, but we get usually eight to ten of us together every year to do it in the same location. Um, yeah. So that's what I want to talk about next. Where that like the kind of different locations where you could do your draft. Um, the first one is a public draft. So that would be like at a venue. Uh, you could do that at like a restaurant. You could do that yeah. at 
like a boardroom like, like if you get a, like a boardroom somewhere yeah a boardroom like in the top of like a tower yeah. like you know pinnacle of a mountain mm-hmm. something like that nights around the around table type stuff exactly or like hooters you know hooters, hooters classic very classy establishments such yeah, as hooters good food um good mm-hmm. atmosphere Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of like a public draft. Usually I've done that before with like coworkers and like yeah. You know, other people that aren't like, you know, our our home league. It depends um, really how crazy you want to get at your live draft. If you're going to be doing stuff in public or you're going to be, you know, in a private right. space. <laughs> right. In in a public space there's a lot of distractions. Um you can't get as comfortable, I feel like. Like yeah. on draft day, I really like to get in my zone, know where I'm at, have my space, some good mm-hmm. elbow room. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, a good there, seat. I got to be able to move. Like, I got to yeah. be able to just kind of maybe, you know, maybe throw a punch or two. Bring and, your own beanbag chair, you know? Yeah. Whatever Grab you need. Grab a beanbag chair, whatever mm-hmm. you need. So that's why, you know, the next type of draft is a home draft. Obviously, not too much explanation here you do it at someone's house uh that you've got a big screen tv probably playing some college football or some week three or week four of the preseason on mute of course mm-hmm. and then what we do is we set up a draft board you can buy these online um but we do a home draft we cook a lot of food we get a lot of drinks and yeah. Yeah. that's usually an awesome time um and we do that online but we've got a draft board there which is great yeah. someone usually writes in the well, yeah, for the draft board too. Um, we usually we've been creating our own the last couple of years because they will just overcharge you like crazy for these things. So we just get a big yeah. piece of like white, uh, not paper, but like poster, poster board. board. Yeah. yeah, and we use a ruler and we just mark out lines and tick out twelve boxes and however many rounds there are, and then we just write the players in along with our names in the rounds. Yeah, the uh, the draft board is really great because once you're done, you can all just kind of sit there and look at it and just kind of bathe in the glory of your draft and and make kinda, fun of other people's drafts. And... Yeah, the people that choked and know it, and that's always good. The draft mm-hmm. board usually stays up at my house through Wednesday of the following week before yeah. my wife is just like, "Dude, take this shit off the wall." <laughs> <laughs> Very understandable. Like, oh, it's always it's always painful, but I've already stared at it plenty. Exactly. You know, every day after work, after waking up in the morning, right? All right. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the final one is a destination draft. I mean, these are these kick ass. We these did are awesome. it. We did it last year. We went to we rented out an uh, Airbnb, like a big house on the water in yeah, the Florida, Keys. like five or six bedrooms uh, down in the Florida Keys. And Sick. yeah, it was amazing. You just have to make sure that the internet connection at these places are good if you do do a destination draft because yeah. you just never know with these people. Sometimes they're just vacation yeah. homes and they just get the cheapest internet they can. Right. Florida Keys, you know, they're not trying yeah. to ball out on internet. We did we did well. I don't think we had any issues last year. One thing that we did that helped us out was a lot of us used hotspots on our phones and we connected yeah. those to our laptops. So we had our phones you know using the 3g signal to our laptops for some of us and then we had the people that didn't have that use the wi-fi which yeah seemed and to it went out. off without a hit yeah it, i think it we might have had a couple hiccups but you know it, it wasn't anything that affected the draft 
you can always pause it if you need to. So yeah, exactly. we we did we did good with that. But destination drafts are great. Um, usually got to plan them like eight to twelve months in advance. Yeah. Um, I think we're trying to do a West Coast draft next year. Is that still the thing? Hey man, if we start planning now, we can do anything we want. <laughs> we got to get with uh, last year's uh, destination draft was planned by Ballin Buck. I think he was on your show. Ballin Buck was on the show. Yeah. So and, uh, uh, he's a very good party planner as well as a crazy guy. So yeah. <laughs> I think he, if I, you can probably hit him up on the internet if you want him to plan your draft for you. I'm sure he will <laughs> yeah. totally do it for a slight if fee. You, yeah, if you're willing to <laughs> work with Ball and Buck. By the way, I'm the commissioner for Ball and Buck, and it has been a nightmare at times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <am> sure, <laughs> but also a pleasure. Yeah, it's like a yin and yang type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I mean, those are the different types of drafts. Did, um, yeah. anything to add to that or? I think that's, I think of that about covers it. I know you have some do's and don'ts for drafts as well. And I'm excited to hear these because you seemed pretty excited about them when we started talking here in our yes. little pre-interview. <laughs> yes. The draft do's and don'ts. I mean, these are pretty big. It's pretty important stuff. When you think mm-hmm. of a draft, like we said, it's like Christmas you know, if I had to do a word association, I would use words like prestige, yes, um, extraordinary, mm-hmm. exceptional. Yes. I think those are just a few, just off the top of my head. Excellent. Um, Anything with an X in it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Extraordinary, Excalibur, all yeah. those. Anyways, um, so we got to draft do's and don'ts. Draft do's, I mean, important things to consider. What are you going to eat? I, yes. I sent out a text to everyone in the league today. Any snack preferences? I like to be accommodating. I am from an Italian household. My mom made a bunch of food for us all the time, and yep. that, I kind of inherited that. And it's one of my joys, so I like to find out what, what people want to eat. Typically, one year I bought a deep fryer. I yeah. bought a deep fryer just for the draft so we can make homemade chicken wings. And they actually, I think I only use that thing maybe twice a year, Super Bowl and draft day. And it is awesome. Totally worth it. We throw a lot of stuff in there. And also, if you are attending someone, if you are attending a draft, you can always uh, BYOB or bring your own food as well and like do like a potluck type thing, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Pick up some frozen pizzas, pick up some two for five Doritos or kettle, kettle cooked salt and vinegar chips and, uh, you know, the cheddar sour cream ones or whatever, you know? So here's the thing. What are you eating? You got to have chips. You got to have some sort of easy frozen food that when you've maybe had too many adult beverages or the night's gotten a little long, mm-hmm. you can just pop something cold frozen in the in the oven. Right. That is key. Um, also, you want to get some fresh food. Last, I think we've done salmon before. Uh, mm-hmm. well, always... Last year when we were in the Keys, we had a lot of fresh fish. But that yeah. was a different situation. Mahi Mahi, we made Mahi Mahi mango tacos. I think there was a lot. Those yeah. were delicious, mm-hmm. if I recall. Yes. And uh, had some lobster and just kind of, you want to kind of just go all out. It's a weekend yeah. with the boys, you know? Exactly. So, or ladies. Uh, I don't know who you're drafting with. You know, It could be, be the ladies. You know, ladies like to do it big. Grab your yeah. champagne, your mimosas, you know. Yeah. Do it big. Get a get a brunch before or after, yeah. you know? So, um so yeah, what are you eating? That's a big deal. And then speaking of mimosas, draft dues. You gotta have some good drink there. Yes. Now, whatever it is you guys like to drink, 
that's what you want to have. We'll probably have, you know, a couple handles, some Crown Royal, yes. maybe some Sailor Jerry, uh, bottle of wine. Usually have those on deck, but we never drank wine at the draft. Um, you want to have some. You want to have your favorite beverage for you in particular, whatever you yes. like. You don't want to have something that's going to throw off your game mentally, um, right? Gotta in be a way in that you don't like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean. We have some chalices at my house that we probably use once a year just for the draft. Right. Literally. It's my favorite cup. I use my Florida State double large mug every year for the draft, and I can fill it with two 16-ounce beers at once. It is great. We also have our league trophy that is like almost like the Stanley Cup where we can all drink out of it, which is a big thing. <laughs> it's a huge thing. By yeah. round Four or five, everyone is drinking beer out of the trophy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you want to have a trophy. If you do, I mean, I know this is down the line, but if you want to get a trophy, make sure that it's a cup, I think, yeah, over just like a guy bowling on top or whatever. You know? Yeah. You got to be able to drink out of the trophy. That's um, key. That's another reason why you wouldn't do a public draft. You don't really want to be doing that in public. I mean, some people might, but we, we kind of... We like to keep the league behind behind closed doors in the family. Right. Um, so get your drinks, you know, get a couple cases of beer or whatever you like to drink. And, you know, also Gatorade and water are usually pretty big. Um, just if you want to be a good host. Make sure right. you got some to rehydrate. Um, we talked about a draft board. You want to have a draft board up. It helps people kind of keep track of who's been drafted keeps you you know like you need to be engaged but mm-hmm. keeps people engaged is something to talk about afterwards and look at um something important a lot of people don't do and they don't think about for drafts is entertainment i mean yeah. as a commissioner it's kind of like michael scott it's my job to be your boss but it's also my job to be your the boss of partying and yep. uh you know you got to have some kind of entertainment in there whatever that is you know um if it's some kind of music, some kind of slideshow. I know I did a Game of Thrones slideshow where we right. compared league members to who they'd be in Game of Thrones. You know, just something something creative, something a little bit mm-hmm. entertaining to have um, for the league, just to, you know, to keep the peons interested. Exactly. Um, a good after party is always clutch. Have somewhere to go, something to do. You know, have mm-hmm. plans for the boys when they're in town. And... Um, the, the last one I've got here is extracurriculars. This year we're doing something new. We're doing a uh, we're doing a draft Olympics the right. day before the draft. It's Saturday. College football is going to be on. Uh, got some events planned. There's going to be um, beer pong tournament, flip cup tournament, and then we're going to do some physical challenges. Now that we're getting into our later twenties, to yeah. see who still kind of got it. Yeah, There's going to be some push ups thrown in there. Who earned that uh, Letterman jacket in high school? That's what you yeah, really. <laughs> how much exactly. do you have left in the tank? What, what's still left in the tank? You yeah, know, especially on on a long weekend. So not much. Some, I'm guessing some, definitely not much. <laughs> yeah. So there'll be some relay races in the pool. Um, you know, there's going to be some push up competitions, and uh, maybe. Probably not wrestling. I feel like we, someone will get hurt. I don't hurt. want to tear an ACL or blow out yeah. a shoulder. You know, I'm I'm cool with like like chugging a like a chugging contest. I feel like yeah. I can still handle my own. Maybe holding my breath underwater. You know, yeah. I don't know things like that. <laughs> Where you can prove yourself. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't need to wrestle. I've. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit. 
yeah. a little bit too too aggressive. We, we mm-hmm. those wrestling days are past us. But yeah. there may be some uh, foot races. Yeah, I'm good um, to race. I'll, if I pull a hammy, that's fine. I can still draft with a pulled hammy. Yeah, exactly. Just put the so, questionable tag on me, and I'll just lay in my beanbag and sit there and and press fine. the buttons. Yeah, you don't need your hamstrings to draft. Exactly. That's for sure. If I blow out a shoulder, I'm done. I don't know what yeah. I'll do. I can't draft left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another thing. Do not draft left-handed. Yeah, not recommended unless unless you're a lefty. <laughs> um, the last draft do is just make sure your internet's working. If your internet's not working, Huge. everyone's gonna hate you. We've mm-hmm. had some serious meltdowns in the past, mm-hmm. and I mean that's all just kind of part of league history, and you know. Yeah. Well, just was, have good internet. Yeah, just have good internet. You got to have some internet. And use that hotspot on your phone thing if the internet yeah. is messing up or you're worried about too many people on one server. Go ahead yeah. and do that. Have some contingency plans. Know how to pause your draft. Uh, just make sure the draft goes off without a hitch. And, uh, you know, don't be cooking during the draft either. You know, have all the food out. And then an hour, 30 minutes, hour prior to draft time, just... Find your seat, you know, kind of get comfortable, have your drink, uh, start start yelling really loud. Yeah, there's <laughs> typically a lot of yelling leading up to draft yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite parts, mm-hmm. sheer nonsense being uttered all over. Now, what are uh, some of your draft don'ts here? I know you have a list of draft don'ts as well. I'm glad you asked that. This is, uh, I, I actually think the draft don'ts are more important than the draft do's. Uh, first one on the list, I mean, we love you ladies. I don't know where we'd be without you, but number one is no wives or girlfriends. I or mean, husbands, this thing, if, if or, it's going the other way. Or husbands or boyfriends. I know, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm bad. There, this goes both ways. Men and women do play fantasy football. There's some good players on both mm-hmm. sides, obviously. There's, what did he say? There's great people on both sides. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's my Trump whatever. Uh, so no no significant others. Wives, yeah. girlfriends, boyfriends. It's not husbands. about you. It's not about yeah. you. It's not about you. Just don't bring them. Don't, don't take say, it personal either. Oh, hey, guys. I'm here, and so is Susie. Oh, hi, Susie. No, get out. Yeah. We don't want you here. <laughs> I'm sorry. We love you but you need to go. It's time. Any other time. It's just, you know, sometimes it's just, you just, it's not personal. It's business. It really it is, is business. So 100 million percent not personal. I'm not just coming to bit. work with you. You know, don't come to work with me. Right. I don't go <laughs> to, you know, a lot of the female events. I stay home and play video games and do mock drafts. Right. So, you know, there's some, there's, there's other things the significant other can do. Very um, good. Don't. All right. What do we got next? This is probably even more important than that one. And this is, don't bring any other friends. Right. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is our draft. Like, no tag who is this? Who's this guy? Like, I didn't cook all these chicken wings for, you know, Joe Schmo. Yeah. Like, what's going on? You know, it's a distraction. No. It's really just inconsiderate oh, and ooh. not appreciated. Oh, hey, that's up, all I'm man? gonna be hearing. This looks like this seems like a great draft party. Yeah, it is. Why are you here? Yeah, get out of here. Get out. No one it's knows time, you. It's time for you to go. Yeah. So don't bring anyone else to the draft party that shouldn't be there. They don't belong here. We don't want them. 
this is a very it's an intimate day it is. and time agreed and uh people should really respect that I, I really question who the person is that would come to someone else's draft and like find that acceptable i don't know am i alone here yeah. no i think you're right on it's like coming to a wedding uninvited who yeah i think you are just don't do it if you're if it's there are a no friend, pl- there are no plus ones no no plus ones that's it no, co-worker family member whatever don't don't bring them don't yeah. come um here's another draft don't this is a big one don't be the guy that your commissioner has to pause the draft for oh yeah everyone hates you mm-hmm. we all get two minutes or however long you get to pick your player we've been researching this for months don't make me pause this draft because you you know whatever reason yeah. i don't care you're getting a drink you're in the bathroom like head needs to be on the swivel we've had to pause for internet issues yeah and that's it yeah that's and, extra that's extra circumstantial but right don't do it no because reasons. you're not in your seat set your cue you know have your cue right. ready to go at least have your cue ready you know set your pre-draft rankings there's no excuse for personal reasons pausing the draft you know how long's the draft frank what like an hour and a half two hours not hour even and a half yeah I mean, come on just turn off everything else zone in time is on your side here just be part of it you'll be okay also don't be the guy who or gal who accidentally drafts the wrong person yes yeah we aren't we're not we're not here to to hold your hand yeah you're a grown-up this is a fantasy football draft like click on the right guy click on the right guy (laughs) It's no one else is responsible for your clicking issues but you. Like right. I don't know how else to say that. Um, just be ready. Be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. This is probably the most. I don't know if it's the most important, but we've had issues. Don't pass out at the draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. We had, not mentioning any names. You know who you are. Um, in the later rounds, if you don't yeah. know who to pick, just make sure you stay awake. I know yeah. it's been a weekend. It's been a long day. Don't be the guy that passes out at the draft. Really, for your own sake. Yeah, just don't just do not do that. That's just good advice. <laughs> I mean, I really shouldn't have to say it, but I, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't say it. Exactly. These warnings are here because that stuff's happened before. That, that stuff has happened. Um, another thing is do not get this plays into, you know, we're not going to do a wrestling event. Do not be the one who gets injured or gets, you know, sick or too hungover or whatever mm-hmm. to where you can't draft. I mean, right. that's just, that's just sloppy. You can save all that for after the draft. Right. But it's almost like you got to get, it's like, don't go to Miami before, you're going to play the Packers in the playoffs. Right, right. Yeah, Odell. You just don't do it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, those are my draft don'ts. I think I, I, I think kind those of are covered. pretty good. I think, I think, I think you got it covered pretty well. I, I, I can't think of anything that wasn't covered there. I mean, that's all you need to know. Yep, that's all you need to do. Now you just have to go in there, have your game face on, know what you're going to do, have a game plan, be able to adjust your game plan as you go. Yep. And uh, all, the, all the 
been on board. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy it's... yourself and just don't draft better than me. Don't draft the player that I want. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're back to back in the draft this year, and uh, there's there should be some there should be uh, you should be at least ten feet away from me. <laughs> I know it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. We are we are back to back on our in our big league draft. Uh, Pete and I are so it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting time. We're gonna be sn- uh, sniping each other. Ten and eleven. Yeah. Ten. He's eleven. So we'll see if any punches are thrown. <laughs> Come on! Come yeah. on! <laughs> yeah so uh yeah man i'm stoked i can't wait thanks for having me back on yeah definitely it should be good and good luck to everyone on their drafts this coming weekend um if you have if or if you've drafted already uh hopefully you heeded this advice <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks so much pete all right guys later It's all part of the plan. Part of the plan. That was a pretty good interview, right? We learned some stuff. I know I did. So this is the getting to the end of the podcast. We're about to do our tight end primer for the final call because tight ends, you don't really have to think about that much. I mean, there is some things to think about, but for my final call, I will be talking about how you should approach the idea of drafting a tight end on your team. So this is the final call. It's the final call. So for tight end, there's really two ways you can think about the position and two ways that you can approach drafting the position for fantasy football. You're either, one, going to take a stud guy, one of these main starting tight ends who you plug in every single week regardless of matchup, guys like Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham, Jordan Reed, Kyle Rudolph, uh, Zach Ertz, maybe even a Delaney Walker, and that's probably about it. Maybe Tyler Eifert is in there depending on if he's healthy, but you have these kind of top seven or eight guys who you're just going to plug in every single week regardless of matchup because they are a big-time threat receiving tight ends who are a big-time part of their offense. And you either are going to take one of these guys in the top to mid rounds or you're going to wait almost to the very end of your draft and pick a guy who this is the second way to draft a tight end is you take a guy and you start them based on matchup you're going to stream tight end tight end is one of those positions that you can easily stream throughout the year and go after someone who has touchdown upside for a week maybe has a good tight end matchup they're playing a team with some bad safeties i mean you got guys like austin hooper in atlanta who can be a threat eric ebron in detroit cameron Brait in tampa bay cj fedorowitz in houston even antonio gates jack doyle one of these guys jason witten i mean there's so many guys that are kind of all the same that you can pick one of them and you aren't necessarily married to the person but if you pick them and you drop them in the year for another one of these tight ends with upside for that week or you have two on your team and you switch them out depending on matchup that's a good way to approach tight end as well but just make sure when you're doing tight ends you take one of these approaches if you take a high upside guy a gronkowski a kelsey don't draft a backup you don't need a backup unless you're 
looking to flex a tight end as well with a Jimmy Graham or something like that. But that's really the only situation where I would say that. But, you know, that's that's really it. You want to take either a high-priority guy that you plug in every single week or you stream the position. And that has been the final call for the tight end primer. All right, so that has been the episode. It was a big, long episode today. Sorry we didn't release it earlier. I've had a few things going on. But as always, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you share it with your friends if you enjoy it. And look out next week for our video segment, Cooking It Now with Frank Calhoun. And I have my guest, Jackie DeSena and Andrew Mahar on there. And we make some fabulous dishes for you guys. So uh, look out for that, and good luck to everyone in their drafts this weekend. Have an awesome time. Make sure to savor it. Pick with your dick. Pick those guys who you really want. Don't let the rankings shame you into taking a guy that you don't want. Take who you want on your team, because at the end of the day, it is your team. Enjoy it. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the drafting. It's all we've got. It's all we've got. See you next time.